Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Inspire Babes Let's Chat podcast. So we're on episode 40 today. And, you know, the guest I had today was incredible. I seriously love this woman so much. She has the biggest heart and is truly genuine. She's a badass. She's a single mom raising four beautiful children. She works at a law firm and she's also created this nonprofit organization called the Unwed Community. Now, I don't know if you've heard of it. If you haven't, it's on Facebook and she's also on Instagram. And it's basically a community for men and women who want to take their life back after divorce uh, to connect with people. There's great coaching resources and support to help all, everyone just rebuild and find themselves after divorce. I, for one, know that after you get divorced, you think that you're alone. You don't realize how common divorce is until you actually get divorced or until you're a little bit older. I, quite frankly, was in denial of it, and I fell alone. I didn't realize how many people out there have been through a divorce, right? Um, it's it's very common, whether your parents are divorced or you have a friend that has parents that are divorced. Um, you know, you personally have gone through it, and it's hard. It's not an easy thing to go through, right? And this is why I love what Marie has created, because it gives you all the support that you need. And she has over 4,000 people in this group. And it's with fabulous people in here just needing advice or sharing some insights they had on things. She has webinars. Um, it's it's incredible. She's going to share a lot about it in this group. You know, we're going to talk about divorce. We're going to talk about single parenting. We talk about dating. Um you know, just about what she's up to and a little bit about her story. And, you know, I truly believe that it takes one person to make a difference in this world. And if we actually got that, that it takes one person to change the world, I think a lot of us would take more action in life. I think a lot of people think that they can't provide something or they think, oh, well, what will people think of me if I do this and I do that? And you have to let all that go and just go for something that that that's pulling you, right? We all get these inspirations in life. We all get something that speaks to us and says, oh, I should do this. But then we shut it down because we, we have all these stories running that, oh my God, I'm not good enough. Or what, again, what are they going to think of me? We have all those things running and it stops us from actually making a difference in the world and learning and growing and expanding. So I want to invite you guys to, if there's a, if you're being pulled towards something, take action on it because the fact that Marie, she had a pull to do this for a while. And finally she's like, okay, I'm doing this and look what she's doing now. She's making a huge difference in the world and her plans with what she wants to create now versus what her initial, you know, goal was in the beginning is so different because it's getting big. It's getting ginormous, right? It's blowing up. And so you guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that this episode is incredible. So I also want you guys to go in, you know, you know, this is going to be what this is going to be about. I just kind of prepped you for it. I want you to go in 
And I want you to listen from a place of you, you're looking for an answer for something, right? And if you listen from that place of, okay, there's this specific area that I'm not clear on. And if you listen from that space, I assure you that you will get, gain access to an answer behind what you're looking for in life. And I challenge you to do that with all things in life. Be present to that. So you guys buckle up and get ready to hear this beauty, share all her knowledge. And if you guys would go over to Apple podcast and write a review, uh, give me a five-star rating. That would be amazing. And also I just want to add, I am so grateful for all you listeners. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it means the world. I love you all so much. So let's do this. Here we go. Marie, I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you. You are thrilled. so welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, you know, I'm really inspired by you with how you have created this unwed group. Um, and I'm really excited to have you talk about it on here. And I think that going through divorce, I think a lot of people feel that they're alone. Definitely. Right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that you have started this and to support so many people is remarkable. I'm just like, and the woman you are, the drive that you have, the way you handle situations in this group, um, you are an inspiration. And the fact that you just want to give back to the world speaks volumes of who you are as a woman. And I'm just like, you are such a genuine woman. I'm just loving having you here. <laughs> oh, well, first I want to say thank you. Yes. Second, I want to say that I'm a disaster. So <laughs> don't, uh, we'll set the bar low and then we'll go up. But <laughs> you know, I really just do love this group. Um, mm -hmm. It has been something I wanted to do for a long time. Okay. I, since my divorce, right? Usually yeah. these big events in our lives that catapult us into situations we never thought we'd be in mm. are what can kind of change us and drive us to do something different. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, I, I know it's something that's needed and yeah. I'm grateful that it's been, I think, received mm -hmm. so well, yeah. even if I have to play mom, which, <laughs> you know, of all my roles, like, oh gosh, do I have to be mom like, again? Please. You yes. know, but you know, I'll take it. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, before we like get into it, I, I was, we were talking about this before, um, I think people see people, you know, create groups or they're super successful, but they don't see what it took to get there. They don't mm -hmm. know their story behind everything, right? And mm -hmm. I know you said you got inspired after your divorce. <clears throat> so I would love to know a little bit about your story. And I think it would be cool for all the listeners to hear about it too and how you are to this point in your life or mm -hmm. why. And so can we go into that? Yeah. How much time do we have? <laughs> I know, and right? I, everyone All needs night. to grab a shot of whiskey first. <laughs> yes, please grab okay. a shot, people. <laughs> Let me know. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's a great story. Um, <laughs> yeah. It feels, you know, especially my divorce story, I will just say that I've been divorced seven years now, so it feels mm -hmm. strange mm -hmm. When you're first divorced, you're all about the reasons why, mm -hmm. right? It's like, this is what happened. I want to make sure that, you know, blame is placed appropriately. And yeah. it just feels like such a lifetime ago that it, it doesn't even feel even necessarily 
um, legitimate to me to tell that. I will, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, as you yeah. progress, that story changes a little bit right. or the meetings behind it. Cause right. I can see my fault way more well, of course. than I ever had before. Mm. Right. And, and that's, what's cool, right. Is being responsible because mm-hmm. no matter what happens mm-hmm. in the story, mm-hmm. everyone has a role, right? Oh, yes. And it takes two and it takes two for mm-hmm. everything. And I think that that's so cool that you can look at it that way. Cause mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like looking back, you want to blame, 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 but mm-hmm. now being in the situation we're in, it's like, Oh no, I had a partner too. Yeah. It rocked yeah. my world. But, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I'm grateful for all of it. So that's Mm -hmm. different, but yeah. Um, I don't know how far back do you want to start? I was, I grew up in Maryland, so I'm not from Utah originally, Uh grew up Mormon Mm -hmm. and came to Provo, Utah. Mm -hmm. I had an academic scholarship to BYU. That's so cool. Um, I used to be smart before kids. Yep. (laughs) So isn't that crazy? Right. What the hell happens? happens Everyone docks you like a little bit. Seriously. Oh my hell. It's nuts. We're recovering. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My parents, they stuck me on a Greyhound bus. I had, it was like a $50 ticket, I think. I had a bike and a suitcase Mm -hmm. and I came to Provo, Utah. Wow. I think I knew two people here maybe. Yeah. I didn't have a place to live. Yeah. I found an apartment and I had never really dated Mm, before. Really? The good old Mormon girl that I was. Yeah. And so I really honestly didn't come here to get married looking for that. I really wanted to go to school. And of course, the second weekend I was here, I met my ex. Mm. He had bleach blonde hair and two silver earrings and drove a <laughs> motorcycle and a Jeep. And it was love at first sight, right? Right. Obviously. Of so. course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were married about nine months later. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, the rest is had four kids. We were married fourteen years. Yeah, and then seven years ago, got divorced. Yeah, um, and so it was through that that I ended up leaving the Mormon Church, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other story. But right, and it, through our divorce, you know, my entire life changed, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just going from married to not married, mm-hmm. but it was also my faith change. And so it was, I really felt like I was like lost to an extent that I don't even know if I could have used the word lost at the Mm. time, but felt I really had no friends. I didn't have a lot of close friends. Even when I was married, I had pretty much shut myself off. I had one close friend who I loved that she was the only person that knew everything that was going on. Oh, really? And I just didn't tell anyone. And so, You know, when we finally got divorced, she was like, oh, thank God. Like, I've been waiting for this day no forever. Way. Mm-hmm. But it, you're ready when you're ready, right? Exactly. You can't do it before. Oh, no. There's no forcing. You have to go in the flow of what you feel. Yeah. It's all timing. Yep. So, And it's all what we need when we need it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but I was left. I had full custody of my four kids. Okay. I had been a stay-at-home mom for wow. 14 years, so hadn't worked. Yeah didn't really have, I had my one close friend, but that was it. And now had to figure out how to rebuild everything really, Mm -hmm. um, from finding a job to caring for kids on my own to, you know, redefining all of my beliefs and what I thought and myself. And so it was really, it was a rough few years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I think, yeah, it's like a big shock to the system to your, you know, because you're living this life, you're a mom, you're a stay-at-home mom, and you're doing just this regular routine. And then all of a sudden something happens, things shift. So it's like this reawakening happens within because it's like a whole new way of discovering yourself Mm -hmm. that you didn't have before Mm because you got to just fucking figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, and it's awful and beautiful, right? Exactly. It's the best of both worlds, the worst of both worlds. And it's, if you use that to grow and figure your shit out, you know, to me, looking back, I would go through all of that again to be where I am today. Yep. Not that I want to, but you know, it's just, it, it really has led to a redefining that I don't think I wouldn't have gotten there any other way. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Well, and like you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now, especially, no. you know, with, with unwed group and being that for people mm-hmm. because of you, all of these thousands of people feel supported and loved unconditionally, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just you, you are, you started it. And I think that's, what's so cool is I don't think people realize that when they get a pull to something, act on it because mm-hmm. it is going to change. It could change five lives, ten thousands, hundreds of thousands, but it will make a difference for people. But yeah. I think people get scared and they want to hope pull back because what are people going to think of me? Mm-hmm. You know, they're afraid of all that, but it's just being fearless and going for it. There's people that are going to like you, people that aren't going to like you, but you have to Absolutely. go for it because yeah. that's what's going to make a difference for people. And you got to get outside your head, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so. and it took me, I wanted to do it for years, mm-hmm. but like you said, the fear, right? Like who am I to tell anyone? Yeah anything about because we I'm a disaster like I feel like I'm barely right I don't I don't have boyfriend I can't date like my kids I'm all over the place and you know you think who am I to tell anyone else Mm -hmm. how to do anything because I'm still figuring it out but Mm -hmm. at the same time you know if I can look at you I can look at so many other amazing people who I'm Mm -hmm. like you absolutely should be the one Mm -hmm. telling them or helping them or whatever it is yeah and so you know, I think part of it is it's not that I'm an expert or any different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's just that I've lived a few things and experienced a few things. And yeah. if that can help anyone else get through mm-hmm. some of their things, then, yeah. you know, I, you know, I've told my close friends that as, as weird as it may sound, like I really feel that the unwed is what I'm supposed to be doing right now, mm-hmm. regardless. I don't know how that looks ultimately, yeah. but I, I do love what it has done for everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like it's helping. Yeah. So. Oh, it is. I think it's helping. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you know, back to, I want to touch on this real quick, how you're like, who am I to do this? Right. I don't mm-hmm. know anything. I've been divorced, all this stuff. And, you know, it's interesting because I was talking to my aunt today and she goes, she's been divorced a few times, you know, and mm-hmm. she. Congratulations had, to your aunt. Yes. Right. <laughs> and she goes, you know, people used to say to me, who are you to give advice? You've been divorced a few times. You're not even remarried. And so mm-hmm. that, that's exactly why I should give advice because mm-hmm. I've been through it. Yeah. Right. And she's in the thick of it and she's, she's been through so much. Right. So for you to start this, you've been through it. Yeah. You don't have a relationship right now, but that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why you should be doing this is because you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it takes something. It truly takes something for a human being to be selfless like yourself and put yourself out there and share the knowledge that you have based off of your past experience into this group, right? Yeah. So yeah. cool. Well, and it allows other people to share theirs as well, mm-hmm. you know, because if someone doesn't relate to me, mm-hmm. 
there's a good chance for someone else that they can relate to because we all have different stories. Absolutely. I do think that kind of at our core, we all have very similar oh, yeah. stories and things that we struggle with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it's it, it opens it up to a community where we can all, that's mm-hmm. what we're all striving for, right? Yeah. The one thing I hear that people struggle with the most after divorce is feeling lost and alone mm-hmm. and having no one, you know, cause our whole, our whole social group usually changes. Yeah. We lose family and friends and mm-hmm. that's kind of a loss we aren't ex- yes. expecting with, with divorce. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of surprises a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It did me. Yeah. And having a place where you can go that's safe mm-hmm. and people that are just like you and you don't have to feel so crazy mm-hmm. or when you cry yourself to sleep every night for the first 30 days or you can't even get out of bed in the morning or you're struggling with whatever you know yeah it's we're all in this together we are mm-hmm. and and that's again that's what people I think they don't realize that they think they're alone we all think we're alone I mean even mm-hmm. those situations I go through now I'm like I'm the only one right but then as I like express it to people are like oh <laughs> uh, I've been through the same situation I'm like oh okay fine I'm good now right? I can breathe totally you know yep. so like with with this group so tell me like your whole intention behind creating this when you first originally started and I know now you know things are shifting right mm-hmm. from your intention yes. before and now so can you share with the listeners about that yeah. So right now we primarily are on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook mm-hmm. is a private group that's thriving and crazy and wonderful and <laughs> out of control a little bit. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, but that's where I have to play mom, but yes. it really is. It's, it's taken off and it, you know, I started it a year ago, just over a year ago, like mm-hmm. a month. And it's exploded more than I ever even thought, you know, like you, you kind of start something with one yeah. thought in mind. And I really thought it was going to be more, um, I don't know, course based, mm-hmm. right. I wanted like courses and, and I think that's coming. It's just not quite there yet, but right. where I've found that people find the real value is through the community, mm-hmm. the community itself. And so with that though comes, especially now in the Facebook group where people can interact it's just a hodgepodge, right? Like everyone's in there together, all the posts. There's people who want thirsty Thursdays and there's people who want, (laughs) you know, their own subgroup where there aren't dating. I mean, it's just, you know, but you don't have control. So I am, I am working actually, which I haven't told many people this yet. So, but Mm -hmm. on bringing it to our own platform, Mm -hmm. our own community. So then that way people from Instagram Mm -hmm. and other platforms can join because they have, I've had tons of messages where, you know, we don't have Facebook. How do we get involved? Mm-hmm. Or, and, you know, Facebook calls the shots for our group, right? We have no control. So oh, hell, if I they wanted know. to shut us down, they could one day, right? which is sad. And so having our own thing with our own app, it's mm-hmm. the web community. Yeah. We're all in it together. It, it's our own thing. So oh my gosh, that's, that's where it's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. I'm really excited yeah. actually. Um, I'm up at 5.30 every morning working on it. Yep. Um, Oh, my God. So that's what I – in all our spare time, right? But that's – yeah, it's going to be good. It's just taking – Yeah. Yeah. Taking some time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when – do you want to tell them when that's like your intention to have the out is? I'm hoping the first of the year if everything goes smoothly, although with software, you never know. So that's my goal. But we'll see. We have a big event. There's It's going to be huge. It's like – lots of giveaways, lots of big things that are yeah. just because I, I know it's important and it's needed. And this is the absolute next step 
Yeah. Because Facebook is just keeps growing and mm-hmm. it's getting out of control, honestly, but yeah. in a good way, right? sometimes bad ways, you know, yeah. so good. it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like hope to gain from, you know, having this app come out and, you know, this whole thing come out? What's the, what do you hope to gain from that? Like, I think really my goal is to really offer the community and the extra features and tools that people are asking for. So mm-hmm. in this new platform, there will be subgroups so people can really join the areas that they feel pulled to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to date, great. There's a spot for you. If you don't want to date, you don't have to join mm-hmm. that subgroup. Yeah. They'll be men and women's only groups. So I know there's a lot of people who are concerned that their exes may be in the group. And so this way you're protected from that. Which is nice. Yep. Yeah. Different areas for unwed. So there is a map feature, a member directory where you can see where all unweds are if you choose to share your location. That's going to be so cool. Which I think is great. Yes. Yes. Because then if you want to do something or like Mm -hmm. you had mentioned earlier, if you want to go out of town and you're like, let's go get drinks. Like, you know. Yeah. You can find other people, which Facebook absolutely is hard to do that. You can't even. Yeah. And it also helps me. We can plan events in areas. So, you know, I am going to have big, like fun you know, if you get 300 people in your area, I'll come and host an event in your area. And Dang. so the unwed can be there and help grow because yeah. that's really what people like. We want to find other people. How do we meet people when we're old yeah, and right. have kids yeah. and not even necessarily on dating apps, right? But even mm-hmm. friends or new connections yes. or just people to do things with. Yes. And so that's hard. Like that took me years it, well, to and do. It, it does. And like how you mentioned, you know, when you do get divorced, it's like, whole new group of friends. Like Mm -hmm. you have to meet a whole new group of people because before it was like you're with married couples Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're his friends and then you're friends. It's a weird dynamic Yep, that's like, and then there's a separation. So Mm -hmm. this is genius. Well, and that's how else do you do it aside from maybe I run into someone at my kid's sports game or the grocery store, which is I think a dream. Have you ever met someone at a grocery store? No. Okay. I haven't either. So (laughs) you have, I'd love to hear that, but I have not. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. You know, I think I've met like at bars, I've met girls like in bathrooms that I've stayed with. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Which, which is great. Which is great. Isn't that a random (laughs) place, but it happens because you just start. (laughs) Everyone loves each other in bathroom bars. Everyone. Yes. Yes. And then one time at the mall, I met a girl, like just oh. friends, you know, like uh-huh. we were standing to get pictures for the Santa Claus around Christmas time. And then we just hit it off like as wow. friends, mm-hmm. like, and so, but that's the only time. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's hard. It, it is. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Um, so I think this is mm-hmm. amazing. I'm really excited for this to come out. I am too. Yeah. I really am. I think it's, yeah. I really think I've put a lot of thought into it, trust mm-hmm. me. And I just think it's really the next the next step and it'll yeah. be great for everyone. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel like it are people's biggest challenge after divorce? Like from comments from this unwed group, personal mm-hmm. experience, what do you think? In your- well, I know exactly. Yes. I actually did a survey. You so did? I did. <gasps> yes. yes. This was, well, maybe like nine months ago. Okay. But I had all, anyway, it was very interesting, mm. but so the top ones were financial, okay. recovering financially. Yeah. And I will say this was, the group is primarily women. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, that's where it's coming from. But yeah. so recovering financially, you know, rebuilding, having to re to start over, especially mm-hmm. in Utah, there's a lot of us who are stay at home moms that yeah. all of a sudden have to get a job and oh, we're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
I don't even know what do I even put on a resume? Where do I start? Mm -hmm. That's hard. Right. And other areas though are the friendships, mm -hmm. um, negative self talk. Mm -hmm. So redefining, mm -hmm. you know, your worth, feeling less than yeah. a big one was moving on mm -hmm. from your ex. How do I ever feel that I'm worth it, that I'm lovable? Mm -hmm. You know, all of these stories that we tell ourselves, oh, yeah. you know, uh -huh. um, struggling with kids on, either on their own or having another person all of a sudden in the picture is hard. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all, the thing is, I feel that so many of these come back down to, we feel like we're failures mm -hmm. and now I have to live the rest of my life knowing that yeah. I ruined my marriage, right. Or whatever that was. Right. And so that's really just part of the story I would like to be able to rewrite is yeah. to get away from the fucking fairy tales mm -hmm. and into, you know, the, your marriage was just complete. It's not a failure. It's not over. Yeah. You're just, you know, you're done and that you can move on and yeah. redefine yourself after. And it can also be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. And I, I agree with you on the fairy tale thing. And I think it's just because of society, right? We're kind mm -hmm. of programmed that way oh, from yeah. childhood, from oh, yeah. all the Disney movies and mm -hmm. the notebook. Is... I hate the notebook. Oh, I will not yeah, watch. Like, I'm not notebook. doing it. Oh, I do love that movie. But... See, of course. But, everyone does. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, you know, I, I think that people have to like, the reality is it's not a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And just because you got divorced, like you are saying, it is complete. It's mm -hmm. done. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean mm -hmm. you are less than. Um, you're not, it doesn't mean you're wor not worthy of love. And you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we, because we literally, our minds like will not stop. We make a meaning behind every single situation that happens in life. Oh, and the majority of our pain comes from our thoughts. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it's like just stopping that and it's like it means nothing. It just means you got divorced. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter the situation, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's just done. Yeah. And that's okay. Yep. You're still full of love and light and nothing is wrong with anybody, you yep. know, that gets divorced. No. It's, it's, a, it's an opportunity to really just like check in and redefine your life and recreate what you want to create, Yeah, which is beautiful. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I listened to a TED Talk once okay. um, by Esther Perel, who I love. Ooh, okay. And she, at the end of it, I don't even remember what the TED Talk was about because I literally took away this. And at the end, she said, all of us will be married more than once in our lives, mm. some of us to the same person. Really? Because every relationship comes mm -hmm. to a point where mm -hmm. you have to redefine it. Mm -hmm. And because we grow, that's the whole point of being here. We grow yeah. and we change and we shift. And sometimes we can do that together yeah. and continue on the same path. And sometimes we can't. Yep. And neither option is bad yeah. or right or wrong. Yeah. It just depends on where you're at. And if you're able to grow together, great. And if you grow apart, great. Like yeah. either way. Either way. And staying in something because you feel like you're a failure and yet you're miserable mm -hmm. and that kills you inside yep. is not any more noble Oh no! than calling it when you need to. Yeah, exactly. Or staying for the kids. Right? No, that's a disaster. That's, so I work at a yeah. divorce law firm uh -huh. in the day yeah. and we see that all the time yeah. and it's ulti it is not any better. It's not. Mm -mm. It's not. And you know, it's interesting because I think my parents, I mean, my mom passed away 10 years ago and they were 
it was just kind of an interesting situation growing up, separated, not separated, but it was all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. But my mom, I remember her saying, I stayed for the kids. Yeah. So when I was 20 is when they got divorced. 20. Wow. In my mind, though, I saw what a relationship looks like. Yep. So now for me, I'm recreating what I want my relationship to look like because clearly <laughs> what I thought was normal is not normal. Nothing's normal, right? <laughs> no. But it just didn't work the yeah. way I did things mm-hmm. because I saw a lot of, I don't know if you call it dysfunction, but kind of, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's like, I look back, I'm like, well, what if my parents would have gotten divorced when I was little? Like, what would that have been like? Mm-hmm. It's all perfect. I don't, you know what I mean? But yeah. you just think about that because your kids, they're going to make meaning behind no matter, you know, anything you do, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and so it's, I, I always look at my mom though. I'm like, would she have been happier? Would she have met somebody? Would she, would my dad have? So you just, it's things mm-hmm. to think about. And so, and even when I was going through my separation, do you stay? Do you go? Do you, you know, and I'm like, why it's would so I stay hard. in a broken family? Like my mm-hmm. kids see this dysfunction, people that are unhappy, then they're going to create that in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. And it, I mean, there is a shit ton of fear around that. And it's yeah. a hard, that's the hardest decision I ever made yeah. was to get divorced. Mm. And I went same back and forth, you know? Yeah. And I think once I finally decided there was no going back after that, cause you mm-hmm. kind of hit, you're just done and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. But I did my one good friend asked me one day, she said, if this was your daughter in this Ooh. situation, what would you tell her? Holy shit. And I was like, fuck. I didn't say fuck at the time because I was Mormon. I was probably like, oh, dang. (laughs) Whatever I said, you know. Right. But I was like, I would tell her to run as fast as she could, you know. And so she's like, why is it any different for you? And that was, I mean, even now I'll get emotional talking about that. But it's like that was the the pinnacle for me that was like, wow, okay. You know, why I wouldn't want my daughter in this situation. Why would I stay? And so I think sometimes if we can change the perspective and think, you know, if you, I don't know, we'll all make, we'll all make the decision when it's right for us and you can't make it for anyone else. You can't. When we're ready, we're ready. But if you can think, you know, if this was someone else, if this was my friend, if this was my kids, what would I tell them? Oh yeah. Why is it different for me? Yep. Mm -hmm. No, you're so right on that. And God, your friend for saying that, that made a big difference. Like it was changed huge everything. For me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I'd never thought of that before, but, yeah. and so sometimes, you know, we all have our yeah. moments of yeah. no return, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And it's not that my ex or I were bad people. We just were on very different playing yeah. fields, you know, and mm-hmm. no longer lined up at all. Right. And so, yeah, it was time. Yeah. So how long did you, cause there was a point right in your marriage that you guys were debating on mm-hmm. getting divorced. So mm-hmm. how long did that last for you to like, Oh man. Yeah. That was on and off for a couple of years. We had a ton of therapy mm-hmm. for about the last year. Oh wow. Um, group therapy, couples therapy, individual therapy, so much fucking therapy. And <laughs> you know, that <laughs> it was good. I learned a lot. I learned words. I learned codependent. I learned all these terms that I had never heard boundaries. I had never heard the word boundaries. Like, what is this? Yeah. You have boundaries? What, what even is that? I can say no, yeah. you know, and yeah, it just was a, and I think a lot of times in relationships when one of you, mm-hmm. and I can't speak for him cause I don't know, mm-hmm. he had his own awakening. This was mine. And when one of you starts to 
realize that there is another way to do things, mm -hmm. it really ruins a relationship if mm -hmm. it's at a point where right. there's just no meshing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that for me was huge, but it didn't fix our marriage, I guess you can say, right. It gave yeah. us what we needed and is yeah. what led to divorce and that, yeah. you know, divorce was hard. Pro I mean, that was not something I'd love to repeat again, but yeah. again, something I needed. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, the therapy served a purpose too, right. Mm -hmm. For those few years mm -hmm. and it's all beautiful. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It all is right. Yeah. Even the, cause I always say it's the di divorce gave me my highest highs and my lowest lows. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's all the journey has been where I am today. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it was worth it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Okay. Hold up guys. Let's just talk about this real quick. So holy mother of love. Guess what I did this year. Now, if you guys are an active listener on all my episodes, you've probably heard this. Or if you follow me on social media, again, you probably know this. But if you're new to this, I am. I had an opportunity this year to become an author in a women's book. The women's book is called Unstoppable Women, Overcoming Mediocrity. Now, there's about 15 of us authors in this book. We each get to share a part of our story and I share some really intimate things that have happened in my life that really just, it was mainly an awakening to my journey, right? From losing my mom at a young age to getting divorced and getting the rug pulled from underneath me and not knowing how I was going to get out of this depressed state and not knowing what I was gonna do with three kids and I share all my ups and downs and I share how I got out of it and the tools that I use every day now and what has helped me. And if it speaks to you, I actually have a link in the description here and you can go and pre-order the book. I'm not charging shipping for anyone that pre-orders the book and it's $19.95. You can also get the paperback or ebook for 25 and you guys get to, I'll sign it, I'll sign the book and send it out to you. And it's seriously so amazing. I feel so honored that I'm going to be a published author. Um, and I, I just cannot even freaking wait for these books to come out and they'll be shipping out um, in November at some point. So if it speaks to you again, go, go in my description and click on the link and you can pre-order your book. I love you all. So, what are your thoughts on dating apps? Oh, God. <laughs> well, how do I put this nicely? No, I think they are not for me. However, mm. I think they are, are great. I know mm -hmm. most of my girlfriends actually have met their partners off dating apps. They have. Mm -hmm. So they absolutely serve a purpose. And yeah. they, you know, they always compare it to your, it's a needle in a haystack. You have to weed through a lot of bullshit to oh, find the God. good ones. But that's anything yeah. right and we should be dating a lot right I don't like to do that anymore yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so however I think they they can be fine you do have to kind of know what you're doing and mm -hmm. it can be a shit show but yeah so can everything 
Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too, like with dating apps, um, people don't put the right information, the right pictures, the, you know, the last guy I had on my, my podcast, he was a relationship expert. So he's like, crack the code. He can look at you by your face, by the way you're sitting, standing. He can define like your type of personality and the man, the men or women you attract, he it goes like in depth. It's freaking nuts, dude. Huh. So, and he was, but he was saying it with dating apps is that only 20% of men get the attention. The rest are pretty much screwed because they have no freaking clue what they're doing on these dating apps. Yeah. They'll put the most ridiculous pictures and I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, I got like some guy, he's in his bed and I'm thinking, are you calling me to your bed? Cause that's not going to work. <laughs> oh, like God. what is happening? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think too, for me at least, I really don't like getting to know someone through text. I, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm superficial, but I can get turned off real fast by mm-hmm. a wrong message, mm-hmm. even if it's just hard to know intentions yeah. and, you know, through text. But yeah. I also, I don't have a lot of extra time, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of us are busy and I hate that busy excuse, but yeah. I have four nights a month off without my kids. Right. So it's like, if I'm going to waste those four nights going on a first dates to hell, I'm going to go. So for me, there's so much more to a person than a few poorly picked profile pictures and 150 word bio. That's like, I like to fish and I'm looking for an adventure partner and I want (laughs) to travel. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'd want to like get home and get dinner ready and finished. And like, I'm not into Everyone likes to adventure, right? So like, tell me something actually about you. But then you can't, anyway. So I, I, to me, someone's whole, you know, their confidence, the way they hold themselves, Mm -hmm. the way they speak, the way they treat other people is so much more important than, Mm -hmm. you know, of course we're physically attracted to people we're attracted to and that's not something we really control, but there's just so much more to someone. And it's for me impossible to tell that from a dating app. I know. It is mm-hmm. such a challenge. I I got off dating apps a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been on them for a while. Yeah. And I met some great guys, learned some incredible things about myself, mm-hmm. uh, dating <laughs> these guys, um, which was amazing, right? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, Micah, you got to take a break. And I just think for me, I keep contemplating. Do you go back on? Do you not? But I'm like, if I'm really going to meet my person, is it going to be on a dating app? I mean, it could. It could. Because it absolutely could. It totally could. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, you know, I think to myself, why aren't people setting each other up anymore? Like my grandma last night was having a conversation with her and she's like, I'm sure you just get set up all the time. And I go, (laughs) I actually don't. Like it's (laughs) it's more through dating apps or at parties you meet each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's all, wait a minute you don't get set up anymore. Like, what is this? She's like, that's, that's how we dated back then. I go, grandma, it's different. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because people get, they want to claim people, even though they no longer are dating them anymore. If it's like they're protective. Mm. Cause I've had people, you know, be like, oh, well, I dated him. You can't date him. And you're like, well, you don't, you don't even oh. like him anymore. What's that about? It's weird. Yeah. What do you think See, it is? See, I'm more of I don't know anyone to refer to you. If I, if I know a great guy, absolutely. I actually have one guy that right now who I, one, I know one who I would totally refer, or if I feel like they would be a good match, but I don't have a lot of men who I'm Mm. like, Hey, I know this great guy. Yeah. And so for me, that's hard. And I know a fuck ton of single guys, right? you know, and not that, I don't know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And maybe it's because there could be a pressure behind setting people up. Like, 
you think, oh my gosh, you want them to be like a 10. Mm-hmm. And not that everybody's a 10, but you know, if you set somebody up and they don't hit it off, it's maybe that sense of mm-hmm. like, ooh, I don't want to let Ugh. you down type of thing. Yeah. Maybe there's that running too. I don't. Could be. You know, well, I, I think too, we need to just get away from the, even for me, I've stopped. I don't even want to date, date. Like mm-hmm. I am a thousand percent would rather, if someone asked me to go hiking with them and just mm-hmm. hang out in a group or have an experience, mm-hmm. I will for sure. I mean, I took my ass up to Idaho moose hunting with a guy. No way. I'll go moose hunting. Yes. But you know, so it's like, or to Wyoming, I guess, but, um, I just, why does it have to be, we meet and I have to figure out that night whether or not we're going to go forward. And so, because I don't, that doesn't work and it's too much pressure. And Mm -hmm. I hate telling my divorce story over and over and over again. You know, Mm -hmm. I just want to like something organic that's natural. And Mm -hmm. right now I don't feel the need to use dating apps as a tool to get there. Right. If you want to, absolutely great. Do that. Yeah. When we're lonely on Sunday nights and you're like, oh, maybe there's yeah. someone different. I've done that. I've downloaded yeah. Bumble over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. Um, and even for a long time, I used it for content because it's a shit show. You can't make that stuff up. Right. <laughs> but you know, I deleted mine too. And I yeah. just, it's just not for me, but I know. like I said, though, I know a many people. people who have met. I know mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. It's like I go back and forth, but. Mm. Well, I think too, though, we need to, and especially women, mm-hmm. women, if you're listening, this is for you because it's, we need to take away the fear of being rejected or feeling rejected. Mm-hmm. And I really think everyone will hate me saying this, but a large problem in the dating world is women and behavior mm-hmm. that we allow. Okay. And if we were just so quick to block, stop communicating, mm-hmm. we will chase and we'll be like, well, you know, so many posts on the unwed. I love all of them, but so many are, mm-hmm. what should I do about this guy? He's not really talking to me or he hasn't responded. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck the second you think that just stop, yeah, just stop. And if he's interested, he'll come after yeah. you. And if he's not, mm-hmm. it's hard to admit to ourselves yeah. that, wow, they may not be into me, but yeah. guess what? They're just not into you. Move on. Exactly. It's not personal. It means nothing That's about right. you, Yeah. which was super hard for me for a long time because mm-hmm. I'm like, how can someone not like me? Right. Right. And you think that yes. like, we're great. We have great chemistry yes. and how come you're not choosing me? And yeah. that was hard. Yeah. But now hard. I know it is so true. Mm-hmm. It is so true, but it's, it's like, it's not like it's science. It's pretty obvious when someone's not into you. Well, and most right? people shouldn't like you. Yeah. We're not matches for most people. Yes. Thank goodness. Yes. I just think a lot. I don't know about you. I didn't date when I was young. Mm-hmm. So now I'm having to figure out mm-hmm. all the things I should have learned oh, when I was 20. Totally. Yeah. And now we're learning it when we're 40s and 35 and with kids yeah. and jobs. And it's just harder to find someone who mm-hmm. lines up with all of that. Well, it's a whole other ball game when you're 20 and when you're, you know, 35, oh. 40, we have kids, you've been through a divorce. There's a mm-hmm. lot more pieces to it. Oh. And we're yep. also different. Yep. Well, that's you know? so I always say when we're young and dating, we're 19, we're like, you like food? I like food. Oh my God, let's yes, get married, it. right? That's what we did yes. because that's all that had to line up. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. it's like, you're like food. I like food. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. But are you divorced? How long have you been divorced? Mm-hmm. What made you get divorced? Like, right. have you done any work on your childhood problems, right? right? And there's so many things, even for me, I don't want to date someone with young kids. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of my own you and do? I am 0% interested in being a stepmom. Yeah. And that's not good or bad about anything. That's just for me. I know that I'm tapped out and I don't 
want to blend. I have no interest in that. I don't yeah. think it works for the most part. And yeah. I don't want to do it. And yeah. someone else feels differently. But for me in Salt Lake, especially that cuts out the majority yeah. of men. It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good that you know what you want and you know what you're looking for. And also like setting that boundary and being straight with men, you know, that mm-hmm. you are, if you do meet, you're like, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then it can cut it off real quick. I think that people oh, yeah. drag things on and they don't ask the hard questions. They're not super real or know what they want. Yeah. And so it prolongs it and then there's heartbreak. Yep. Or there's ghosting, which yeah. is so oh. ridiculous to me. <laughs> like, really? People. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And even I think, too, just like if you're not filling it with somebody, I don't care mm-hmm. if you've gone out on one date. But if that person keeps messaging you and they think that there's hope there, you better fucking say something because why keep carrying on a conversation and making that person think that they're, you know, into mm-hmm. you guys are totally hitting it off when mm-hmm. the other person's not. I've had that happen to me before. Yeah. And, you know, it, for me, like I recently have told two guys, like we went out one time and they're like, oh, we're going to go out again. I said, you know what? No. Mm-hmm. I, and it was really hard. It took yes. a lot to say I want to be friends, but I genuinely Mm -hmm. do want to be friends with this guy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I had to be so honest Mm -hmm. because he would have kept messaging thinking. Yeah. You know? Well, we're afraid to hurt someone's feelings. We don't, but it's worse to do it later. Well, yeah. And doing what's best for you is always what's best for everyone. Exactly. And so. Mm -hmm. But what, I don't know why people are so afraid to hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. What, what is that about even? Because you're not honoring you. You're afraid, really, like you're more worried about hurting their feelings and honoring you. Yeah. Like, you know how ridiculous I think part of it as women is that we're taught. Our feelings come second, right? Mm. And we're being selfish and all these things. And it's really a reprogramming that I'm allowed to have a voice. I'm allowed to say no. Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to say, hey, this just doesn't work for me, Mm -hmm. which doesn't, well, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, it didn't come naturally. Yeah. And it's still hard, you know, much better. Yeah. I mean, my number one skill before was the silent treatment, right? Like that's how I coped as a kid. I will Mm -hmm. shut down and I am the queen of Mm -hmm. you can't reach me anymore. I just won't interact with you or speak with you. And so Mm -hmm. I know even it was eye-opening for me. My brother told me once that my ex had actually said to him, like, I just can't reach Marie. Mm -hmm. You know, I just can't. And I was like, wow, I had never even realized that because that's the way I coped with Mm -hmm our fights or our hard situations yeah, and yeah. yeah just again like we play a part but that's we're yeah. we're taught mm-hmm. to put ourselves second yeah you know mm-hmm. and I think it's you know and how to how to unravel that is like putting yourself in in situations meaning mm-hmm. go on dates yes explore different relationships because you can do a lot of the inner work like I remember, you know, you know who Boone is. Yeah. Okay. So he was on and did a dating podcast with me oh, great. Yeah. a few podcasts ago. And, you know, it's like, I've done so much work and I shared this on there. Like we can do a lot of personal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but where the real work is, is when you're out there dating. Definitely. Right. And then that's where you can put it to use. Like me the other night, it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. And that was so fucking hard. Yeah. You know, you think you're at this level growth wise. And then when you get in relationships, oh. you're like, shit, what is coming <laughs> up for me? Oh my God. You know, totally. So it's mm-hmm. so interesting how mm-hmm. that works. Yeah. But there's only so much we can do on our own. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like I've come a long way, but I know I have a shit ton of work left to oh, do yeah. in a relationship. And I've had, you know, relationships in between and mm-hmm. we all, we get better every time, totally. you know? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. It's hard. It really is. It's mm-hmm. a challenge. But we also get better. I think so too. Because even for you, right? Those mm-hmm. two guys, the next time you do it, it's going to be mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. But just to stay true to yourself. Not that we ever like to send those texts, mm-hmm. but you know oh, yeah. that it's, it's what has to be done. So why I not know. do it early? I know. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, one was in person. Oh, that's pretty good. Holy shit. And the other was through text. <laughs> okay. So that was new for me because I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. Ugh. I wanted to throw up. But it was cool. And he respected that. Yeah. You know, men want to be, they want you to be direct. We all do. Everybody I does. do. Same here. I may not like yes. it, but thank yes. you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, mm-hmm. this whole dating situation. Oh, it's a disaster. It's a- and yet it's great. I've met some of the best people. I know, huh? Um, I don't know. And I've been, someone yesterday even asked me, like, how come you've been single for seven years? Mm. And I'm like, how come you've been married for 10? Like, yeah. Oh, right? You know, but I, you always, I, don't you feel, I feel myself shrinking when someone asks me that question. And I hate that mm-hmm. because we feel something's wrong. Like, what's wrong with you that yeah. you haven't been able to find someone? And right. I, do, I take that to heart sometimes as much as mm-hmm. I know that that's not true. Yeah. And I can point to plenty of relationships and I'm like, they're not any happier just because they have a partner. Yeah. It doesn't mean any. Yeah. No, but yeah. it's, you know, we just, it's again, repainting that story that mm-hmm. we're better. We're programmed to want companionship, nothing wrong with it. And I think mm-hmm. we naturally want that, but that doesn't mean there you can't be happy without it. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like when people do that right like what mm-hmm. she said to you because just because you're in a relationship you're holding yourself at this pedestal what that mm-hmm. you're better mm-hmm. well you know, and the like, part of it is the only judge of a successful relationship that we have yeah. is the amount of time and so if you've been together 60 years congratulations even if one of you was miserable mm-hmm. the entire time right they've won right and yeah. so I don't subscribe to that right anymore exactly mm-hmm. I think it's about being true to yourself Mm-hmm. through whatever if you're married or not married to be yes. honest are you staying true to you mm-hmm. in the marriage without your marriage mm-hmm. is there something missing because there's always things missing right mm-hmm. and either married or not married yep. and it's identifying that and putting those pieces back together because it's never ending this growth will never stop no never. and I actually think staying true to yourself mm-hmm. would save relationships yeah more so if we could figure out how to remain mm-hmm. then we think being ourselves ends things and we don't want people to know what I'm really like. But if we could do that from the beginning, Mm -hmm. first of all, I don't think you'd partner with someone you weren't meant to be with as much. And then you'd be able, because you're always doing what's best for you and Mm -hmm. that is best for everyone. And if you're both doing that, I think you end up aligning. Yeah. I agree with you on Mm -hmm. that one for sure. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So this brings me to the next question. And what do you feel like? Cause again, self-worth is a huge, right? Like mm-hmm. you had mentioned when getting divorced for men and women, mm-hmm. um, what are some things that you could advise for? Like, what's your advice on that? When you see a woman like, or a man that's really struggling in that area, mm-hmm. what could you say to them? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest work I have done on myself is one, taking time to be alone. Mm-hmm. I know everyone says that, and that is hard, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important. Oh, yeah. And to get to know, re-know yourself. Mm-hmm. And also to start addressing the stories that we tell ourselves. Because yeah. I, well, I think we'll always struggle with that to an extent. But when yeah. you find yourself feeling that I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. or I'm not lovable, or I'm not worth it, and 
being able to recognize that first is a huge step to know that, whoa, wait a minute, this is just my thoughts playing here and it's not actually what's happening. Right. And then being able to break that down to figure out where it's coming from for me has been huge because they no longer just riddle me with the pain that you can cause yourself with things that are untrue. Oh, totally. But Mm -hmm. you know, I know I do recommend therapy. I couldn't afford therapy forever. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do like the normal, I read books. I talked to friends. I had good girlfriends that I could talk to, which helped a lot. Oh, good. Um, I do love the work of Byron Katie. She oh, has a book. So that, God. and that's a work. If you do it a few times, you can do it on your own, which yeah. is great. So you kind of learn those tools mm-hmm. and at least partially, I think it's, it's for me, it's always better when I have someone else to feed things off of, but yeah. you can realize, I just think those stories that we tell ourselves kick our asses. And that's oh, yeah. where so much of our pain and turmoil comes from yeah. after divorce. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those are some good things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I love that you said is, I mean, all of it was great, but sitting with it. Yeah. That is so fucking hard because mm-hmm. even just recently I had like a whole new like self-worth thing come up for me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this showing up? <laughs> and that's why originally I got off dating apps because I was mm-hmm. using that as a void to fulfill things that happened in my childhood. Oh yeah. I had no idea. I, mean, I was like, what the hell? It was a blind spot for me. <laughs> yeah. And so I re- just took the whole month, well, that's a month and a half, but the whole month to mm-hmm. just heal and mm-hmm. be in my shit. And I found myself like going to get on the dating app. I'm like, oh wow. Yep. Like I use that to avoid, avoid everything, mm-hmm. feeling. And it's recognizing what are you doing to avoid actually sitting with your stuff. Oh, definitely. And that can come in so many forms, right? We numb, we, you know, we divert our attention. Yeah. You know, me too. Those things, I turn my phone off at nine o'clock every night. You do. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. So my kids, I unplug Wi-Fi at 930 directly from the wall. So no one has Wi-Fi, even me. So no one's on it. Um, they have barely any data. So I know your kids are younger, but mine have cell phones and stuff. So there, no one can be on electronics. And even just, you know, because my whole Dan Wit is fully online. So it's like, oh, shit. I'm in that a lot. And my Facebook mm-hmm. is crazy. My messages are crazy. But yeah. nine o'clock, even my friends know mm-hmm. we can text Marie after nine, but she won't respond. Yeah. Probably 530 in the morning. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. But that has given me, because I think a lot of times at night, right, you go down the rabbit holes and social media and you get sucked yeah. in. And you're like, oh, if I only whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so having that time to myself, journaling has been huge. Yep. Because when you get those thoughts right? You can write them down and it Mm -hmm. helps. Even I've gone back and been like, holy shit, that's what I felt. And it even just sometimes getting it out Mm -hmm. helps and not running from it because there's no way Mm -mm. there's no way out, but through, right? Like it's just, you have to get through it. Absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. and I love journaling and even, have you heard of free writing before? Mm -hmm. So I love free writing Mm -hmm. because I mean, okay. I, I like both because they both serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. I love the free writing because I know nobody's going to read it. I'm going to either burn it or rip it up after. Yep. So if I just say whatever the fuck I want in a journal, I'm like, okay, should I be careful? Cause my kids are going to read this <laughs> totally. one day. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a purpose for both. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I love free writing so much. Yeah. You just, and I just, I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and yep. I won't even take my pen off the fucking paper. Yeah. And I'll be like, I don't even know why I'm writing. What am I writing? This is so fucking stupid. Whatever, yep. you know? And yep. then I hate everyone. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I love that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Brene Brown, she has that. I can't remember. She calls it your shit. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't, not oh. even, we'll have to look okay. it up, but it's like yeah. your shit storm, shit story, something, but it's same Ooh, thing. Get I it down. That. Yeah. All your dirty, darkest things that you don't show anyone. Yeah. 
but it gets you out. It gets mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So okay. So what are some other things that people? So there's gonna be listeners on here that aren't a part of the unwed group. Mm-hmm. So knowing like can, what can they get out of joining that group for now until like you know the app's created. Yeah. Right now it's the Facebook group you get community. Yeah. Uh, we do have I have free monthly webinars yep. that are free to the members. So mm-hmm. and it has a guest this month. We're doing actually one on. Have, finding a job after divorce. How do you do that? So How do you write a resume mm-hmm. with no relevant work experience? Yeah. How do I juggle guilt and kids? Right. Mm-hmm. Those are all big issues. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So for now that's primarily yeah. what it is. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Incredible. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about is community. Right, having a it community really around divorce, and this is this group is perfect. So mm-hmm. people will get incredible support through that because mm-hmm. we're not alone. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of us. Yes, there are. <laughs> and can we just add before we end this that you were just on Good Things Utah, right? Oh, yep. Last week I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yes, on like single parenting, you gave tips, yes. right? Being a single mom. Yes, I loved it. Thanks. You looked amazing, by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. I loved your outfit. It's fun. It's great. I just feel mm-hmm. like. The more we can all do to spread the word and just know, because I know that there's people sitting at home that are like, there's no one else out there like me. Mm-hmm. And that's just not true. Yeah. And divorce yeah. isn't this bad taboo subject right. anymore. It's there's a true. shit ton of us that are going through it or Holy gone through. shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. 50% at least, oh right? Oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that until I got divorced. I'm like, yeah. wow, look at all these people. Yep. No idea. Yep. So, oh, so cool. So can people go watch your little clip from Good Things Utah? Like, do you have a link? Yes. They, where would they go? I to do. See? I'm sure you go to the ABC4 website, okay. Good Things Utah. Okay. If you join the group, the Facebook group, it's there. It's, there. it's on okay. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I think people mm-hmm. should go watch it. It's a short little clip, but it's perfect. Yeah. Gives people a few little tips. Yeah. Did you like My that? My laundry ex- tip. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Was that your first time being like on TV? Second. Second for the unwed. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. Look at you. They're great. Them. The girls there are great. It's a fun. Yeah. yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love it. Cool. So, okay. Where can people tell them where to go for Instagram and Facebook? So, okay. Yeah. So, the main website is the unwed.com. Okay. That will be the new platform too. Okay. Um, Facebook is the unwed community. Search mm-hmm. that. You do have to be invited or it's a private group. So, you have to uh, request an invite. And I won't approve you unless you agree to follow the group rules, just so you know. Yeah. And Instagram is the underscore unwed. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Perfect. (gasps) Awesome. You guys, you got to go check both of those out. If you're going through a divorce, know somebody that's going through a divorce, you know, join the group. Tell them about this group because there is incredible support on there. And no, you're not alone going through this. Marie, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been great. Good. Is there anything else you want to add or yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Ah, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, babe. I love thank this. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. Wasn't that an amazing episode? Thank you guys so much for joining. Again, please go over to Apple Podcasts, write a written review, give me a five-star rating, and be sure to share this. Share this in your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, and tag me, and then I will repost it in my stories as well. And also, if you're interested in my book, go into the description here and click on the book, or you can go on my link tree on Instagram or Facebook, and you can pre-order the book there. Thanks, guys.